Welcome back to another H&K video game experience. I'm Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? And if you have been listening to our podcast uh, recently, we've just recently dropped the Ninja Gaiden podcast and the Double Dragon podcast, giving you guys more games, uh, old school games, going back old school and going solely games. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you'll notice that we've kind of cut out the news, cut out all the chit chat and just focused on the games that allow us, us to get out more podcasts to you guys and more focused podcasts. And it seems to be working. So, but uh, we will certainly get back to that uh, as soon as we're done with this. But some people do want to hear the news and uh, we're going to bring that to you as well. And so this is a little uh, quick news story here for you with the, what's going on in the video game world around you today. So what do you got clear? So the one thing I want to touch on real quick is um, I know we just recently had PlayStation 5 finally drop the actual true stats of the PS5. And if you watched the... Um, I don't know what you call it. It's not really a conference because they had fake people sitting in the front. It was kind of, it was quite funny, but um, the guy, the, the 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 lead of the project, the PS5, it was just a terrible speaker. It was horrible. It was the most just mind-numbing thing to ever watch. You know, and I watched the entire hour. It was just horrible, and I hated watching it because they <laughs> they, they said they were going to do a deep dive on it, and man, did they do a deep dive. They did a deep dive past what I would even like. And I, you know me, I like look, watching the technical stuff. This was even past that, and I'm like, oh, uh-uh, I can't do this. So, oh, man. but um, yeah, it, it was it was rough. But 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 beyond that, what I really want to talk about, I don't want to sit here and drone on to all of y'all about the specs and about all of this and that, which one's better and which one's that. I just want to p- point out a, a, key, a few key facts about some of this. I've got this really nice, and I'm going to put this on the um, Facebook page. It's a really nice comparison. It's got, it's got the PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X, the Xbox One X, the Xbox One S, the PlayStation 4 Pro, the PlayStation 4 Slim, and the Nintendo Switch. It's got all their stats on there. And it's really interesting to me because everybody lately I've been hearing about, oh, well, the Xbox Series X is dominating the PlayStation 5 because it's got better processor, better GPU, better all this and better that. Well, I just want to point out a few facts to y'all so that way you can make your own informed decision on which way you want to go on the next generation. So first we're going to talk about just uh, just really quickly and really briefly about the GPUs of these systems. So um, Xbox Series X is boasting, they both have the same GPU processor. They're both AMD processors really nice but one's pushing out and i'm not going to go in the detail of what a teraflop is but one's pushing out to 12 teraflops was a series x and the playstation 5 is going to be pushing out on uh, around 10.2 teraflops now it sounds all great when you hear that and you're like oh wow the xbox series x is so much more powerful because you know even just a little jump you know even well, in it's um, too and, better isn't it yeah, two better. Well, I mean, but when you're thinking about it, it's it's actually two thousand better because it's you know a teraflop, but you know it's it's a, a lot, a lot of power. But, reference. but when you look at it and you compare it, let's just say comparing that to the Nintendo Switch. How fun is the Nintendo Switch to everybody? It's one of the it, it's it's one of the fastest selling systems. It's actually it out, actually outpaced the PlayStation Four at, at, through the first couple of months of being available of each one, and it's actually outsold the Xbox. Um, Xbox, um, Xbox One, the whole series, the entire series, um, and it's only pushing out 0.5 teraflops. So that should tell you something about don't put too much value into the GPU because it's not always an indicator of how how well the system performs or even how well. 
uh, or how well the um, system is taken in by the consumer. You know, with Nintendo, you've got the backlog of games that it has that has all the fun factor, and sometimes you have to take that into consideration because of the exclusives each system has. That's a very good point. Um, You reminded me, uh, remember, Sega, right? Sega came out, Sega CD comes out, and then they drop the 32X. We won't get into the whole Saturn 32X debacle, but at this time, 32X is out. 32 bits. Everybody knew bits back in the day. And if you're not an old school generation gamer like us, or like the people that listen to this podcast, you might not know, just like what Clear's saying, don't just go with the, with the most higher power, the system with the most horsepower. It might not work out. In the Sega's case, 32X comes out, and that's twice as many bits, right? That's twice as powerful as the Super Nintendo at the time. But what does Super Nintendo do? They dropped Donkey Kong Country in 95, crushed it all. Um, Nintendo has a uh, history of using less powerful systems on purpose with the goal of allowing their developers to understand that they, since the, the, the technology has been on the um, field for a while, that now the developers understand how this stuff works. They can program games based on their, quote, fun factor idea, not have to worry about all the techniques on how do we get this done. So great point. Yeah. And then other two, and I want to point this out as well, because most of the time when you're looking at things, you see processor and GPU in the front lines. That's always the big, woo, you got a big powerful processor kind of bit and everything, or you got a really high, you know, strong GPU. Well, you know, both the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X are both running an AMD Zen 2 processor. Of course, the Xbox Series X, once again, is more powerful than the PlayStation, a 3.8 gigahertz to a 3.5 gigahertz. But let's just do one more comparison again and look at this. The Nintendo Switch. Let's use that one again because it's a great example of sales and how how, how strong a system can be. It's using an ARM Cortex A57 processor. That's the same kind of processor that are in some cell phones hmm. running at a point, 1.2. 02 gigahertz quad core. The other ones are all eight cores. How much fun are you having with the Nintendo Switch? You you look at it, if you looked at it and you were buying a system solely based on specs, you wouldn't touch the Nintendo Switch. But yet it's one of the hotter sellers. It's it's been it has a proven track record of being a very well a very good and very solid system. And it has an extensive library of amazing games that have fun factor in it. So once again, it's another proof that don't get so up in arms about these specs. They're not always the most important thing. You know, you've got exclusive games that are important. You've got performance. You know, yeah, these processors and all this stuff might be great, but if they don't perform and they don't and they don't work well together, it doesn't matter how fast you have it. And that's been proof between the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X. Xbox One X is a good bit more powerful than the than the PlayStation 4 Pro, but yet the PlayStation 4 Pro outperforms the Xbox One X in several areas due to the fact that Sony took their time to develop things to work together in an ecosystem together. Then you throw Nintendo into this again with Nintendo Switch. Like Hollywood just said, they on pur- they purposefully used lower end specs to make it easier for the developers to develop a game to have that fun factor. So I'm going to leave it to you, to all the listeners. You make your decision on what you want, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of information of the differences between these and it's not always the horsepower that matters. It's how it works together and 
are you invested in the exclusive games each company owns and sells? One thing I do want to throw out about Xbox Series X, and this is going to kind of hurt them in a little bit, is almost any game that you can play on the Series X, you can play on a PC. They have their Games Pass now that converts everything over. So in the long run, I see Microsoft slowly backing away from the consoles and just going for that because that's what, in essence, they're doing. And these new systems are performing almost as well as some of the PCs out there. So just think about that when you're looking at systems and which one is really aiming for the gamer and which one's really aiming for more than the gamer, you know? You remember so, the uh, PS2 and uh, back in the day? It was like everybody's first DVD player because mm-hmm. it played DVDs. But you remember um, kind of one of the limb facts when you put a DVD in? Uh, you uh, happen to remember? I, I, well, it's kind of a question. It's not really a good question, <laughs> but it's just like the, when you put a DVD in, there was like, would you rather watch your DVD in a DVD player or the PlayStation? Let me just ask you that. You'd rather watch it in a DVD player. Why? Because the DVD player is dedicated to playing the DVD, whereas the PlayStation is more dedicated to playing well, the game. I'm just saying, what, what was different about it? I mean, I, besides just that thought. I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head the what The sound was terrible different. on a DVD. You had to turn your TV up like twice as high <laughs> as you would on a DVD player. And the reason was the sound card of the PS2 was garbage, dude. There was only two sound card, uh, sound card that only have two channels, either sound effects or music. You could not have, um, you could have them both going, but you, if you programmed more sound effects, you'd have to take away the music and vice versa. It was like a weird thing that this, I remember learning this in full sale. And then you go back and listen to it and you go, oh man, but then you turn on the DVD, sound card sucked, but PlayStation 2 dominated Xbox is exactly what you're saying. Um, I looked at some of the specs and stuff like that of these two, and every time new systems come out, they're always generally kind of on par with each other. Granted, like you said, the 10 teraflops versus, you know, the 1.21 gigawatts of the Xbox. It's not really, <laughs> doesn't really matter. Uh, but some cool stuff that I took away. Uh, I did see some, only on the Xbox, I didn't see anything on PlayStation. Um, the Minecraft that belongs to Microsoft. They showed a lot of good pictures of some old worlds in Minecraft. And then with the new lighting effects uh, for the Minecraft game, it looks great. I mean, it looks amazing. Um, and then they have a thing, uh, and we've been wanting this technology for a while, but they have a, uh, a thing in there that when you put a game in, it'll automatically access 100 gigs of that game instantly. So you don't have to wait to download a lot of the game, you know, you put a game in, you got, oh, I can't play it for three days if you live in some of these backwoods places that some of the boys that we know uh, that play. And they can't even play it. But now you can at least play 100 gigs of the game instantly while you wait for the rest of the download. Now, also, don't get caught up on some of these load times. There's a lot of hype out there about... Um, you know, some of these games, oh, they loaded 2K20 in, you know, regular Xbox and it took six minutes to, lo- or 60 seconds to load. But you put it in the new Xbox that's coming out, it only took seven seconds. Well, of course it did. The game's smaller. You know, the games are going to be massive when they come out uh, with all these lighting effects and stuff. That seems to be the biggest change is all these lighting effects. There's solid state drives, blah, blah, blah. Well, they're, but, they're, they're moving to the ray tracing <clears throat> technology, yeah. which a lot of the graphic arts have. Yeah, so it's a lot of good, cool lighting stuff. And it's just like you said, the date that it releases, it will be able to compete probably better 
than any other system that we've ever had in our generation. It's pretty much on par with PC as soon as it's released. And that's uh, those are the big takeaways with Xbox. And it's like you said, probably to somehow bridge their PC and Xbox libraries. I don't know. Something like that. But uh, but anyway, so, yeah, it's just going to determine the games. That's just going to make the system at the end of the day. But uh, you see a lot of selling points out there now that, you know, oh, so load times, that's a big one. But of course, it's like taking a PlayStation game and loading it into your PlayStation 4 without, you know, of course it's going to, the game's 32 megs, not even that much, you know, exactly. three megs. And until we get these new games that are developed for the new systems, we won't really know the true load times. Yeah, so exactly. they're going to be load times, guys. They're, you're not going to get rid of that. That's just something you can't get rid of. It's, it's you're moving data. So you will still see those. So, um, do you want to go into your other thing? I got two things I want to talk about, but we can yeah, I'll just hit these. I'll, I'll hit these okay, two, two real quick. They're, they're not big or anything. Um, one, I just want to point it out to. I know we're all talking about. We got the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen virus that's going around. I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's staying smart about it and staying socially responsible. I just want to drop that in there, but. I just want to point out a few things that uh, it has impacted. Um, E3 2020 has been canceled. Game Developers Conference has been postponed, most likely end up being canceled. Nintendo Switch uh, production delayed for the Japanese market has been um, has been delayed, of course. Um, Oculus Quest is hugely back-ordered because people are ordering it left and right just to try to get you know things to play. Um, Overwatch League events are canceled. Call of Duty League events are canceled. Just tons of things like that. And then also too because of this um the coronavirus is actually boosting video game sales because people are actually having to just stay in their house <laughs> so this kind of a kind of a good it, it's kind of a double-edged sword for us gamers because it's like oh wow now we got time to play some games but then again people are sick and also too i just want to point this out as well gamestop announced uh earlier today i think it was today that they're going to stay open during all of this because they feel like yeah. they are an essential Absolutely. item to have to sell so i think Mission that's an essential it's it's a i'm a gamer uh and i think that's a little ridiculous but you know that's that's them and two with them being in an economic downturn anyway i understand why they're trying to stay open and trying to survive through this time i'll tell you what's not doing well is corona beer which is down 30 percent because some people believe that is the source of the coronavirus. I'm dead serious. That, I, I believe you. That's a, that's a, that's the scary thing. People believe that. I mean, some people <laughs> believe that the virus has originated from the town Corona, California. They mm. thought that it started there. So well, you, you got people that are just believing all kinds of weird things. And there's even one theory going around that this virus was started to or, or is a mask for um, them to take down all of the uh, pedophiles from the whole Jeffrey Epstein and the whole um, what is his name? The big movie guy that just got Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. So they're saying that it's that, and you're going to start seeing people. Oh, they're saying all kind of stuff, right. man. You know, they even so said it's that no Tom wonder Hanks that, is in on it. It's just crazy. It's no wonder that 30%. I don't know how the overall beer sales are down or not, but Corona is literally down 30%. <laughs> they really are. It's a sad. It's so, hilarious and sad at the same time. Anyway, so, all right. I saw this cool thing today. And it's a Lego Mario game. Have you seen this? It's yeah, not I posted a, it on it, our Facebook page. Oh, I need to keep up with I'm that. I'm way so, ahead of you on that, buddy. <laughs> so we'll share we'll share some info then. So what? It's not a it's not a video game. It's obviously based off of one Mario, and it's like you build little. It's like a you can build your your game board essentially, and Mario is like 
digitized. He lands on coins. He gets coins. He gets hurt mm-hmm. if he hits certain things. And and you know they're just going to expand it out for an underworld. And you can kind of, they're probably like Lego, where you here's what you can build, but then you can build whatever you want once you collect enough and all this kind of stuff. Or even with with your existing ones. So yeah, aren't his eyes digital? And then yeah, he has, a lot of digital. And then, and then he has a digital um, screen on too. his chest that yeah. basically tells you what's going on while you're playing the while you're playing the game because it is a game yeah. it's kind of that's really cool yeah. i mean i thought it was really neat it was cool man um it makes sounds and stuff like that you know you know they're gonna have uh some more you know add-ons have a luigi or something like that i mean it could be you can make it make your whole little mario world and make your own game up it's they're gonna cool. have their dlc don't worry <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll have some dlc yeah we never <laughs> hated on Le- lego's just nothing but a bunch of dlc <laughs> that's all it really is because <laughs> you just on add on build it more but yeah that's basically in essence what it is add-ons are basically dlcs <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so so speaking of systems you missed the most important system of all coming out in the, october the turbo graphic 16 mini no that is so touche that is coming. I was being, <laughs> I I was being uh, that sarcastic. Been postponed. That one's actually been postponed because of the coronavirus, too. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, well, that yeah, I want to get that one. I do want that one. Not, not this one. I was being sarcastic <laughs> on this one. But Intellivision is throwing their hat back in the ring with oh, the Amico. Gosh. Have you seen the games for this thing? No, I haven't seen this yet. Um, so they want about 200 bucks, 200 to $300 for it. Nobody knows. It's a little over $200. So we're expecting 250 comes with five games at launch first i thought it was like a mini system but it's not um and new games are three to ten dollars they're all digital uh now they're what they're saying is tommy tallarico if you remember that name oh uh, from g4 i know i was like well, i know this guy from somewhere uh, and i went and looked him up he's been in the game for a long time but um i think it was g4 tv host and uh he's the ceo of intellivision now okay and so the the thing is, we're trying to get people back on the couch playing co-op. It's all co-op, you know. And they're saying that's where people grew up with games. I mean, it's a good marketing thing, you know. That's how people grew up with games. Their memories are from co-op couch, couch co-op, and local co-op. So we want to bring that back. So it comes with two controllers, and uh, but you can use your mobile devices, your phones, as a controller too. Um, up to eight people can play these games, and uh, it comes out October twentieth. Or excuse me, October tenth, two thousand twenty, same day Hurricane Michael was here. Actually, now I think about it, <laughs> uh, so another hurricane hurt bomb dropping on the world there. But um, you know, it's uh, you look at the games and you see stuff like pool, billiards, <laughs> and it's sprint, uh, super sprint looking game. Uh, Pong is on there, dude. You and, sound so enthusiastic about this. And too. Tank is on there. And somebody brought up a good point on on uh, on um, uh, Path the NES Punks CU podcast, which stands for Completely Unnecessary Podcast. It's a pretty good podcast for this stuff. And one of the guys on there literally said, "It looks like when you're checking out at Walmart and you see that little CD-ROM from back in 1997 that you could buy that all these mini games on it. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> so. I don't know what they're doing here. I think it's going to be a disaster. And I know until, and, and you know, now that being said, now I didn't see it from this angle until I'm talking about it in television, you know, had have the little television men or not. They're known for like pong and these type of old school yeah. arcade, you know, battle space, um, or missile command and all this. 
And those are the games they have, but up to date. You know, they're up to date graphics. They're still not no. They're no killer apps. There's no system sellers at all. I mean, it's nothing like that moves the needle, as Pat the NES Punk said. And it's not at all. But if you grew up with Intellivision and you like Intellivision, you'll probably like this. So I don't mean to just blast Intellivision. If you're an Intellivision fan, you would probably like this. But I just don't know very many Intellivision fans. In fact, I've, I've never, never even seen Intellivision. In person, <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. I mean, I've never seen a television. I've never met an television fan. So maybe somebody out there listening is a television fan. So we need to talk to Rob see if he's collecting any television stuff. He'd be like, man, no, nobody collects that. No, I'm you, just kidding. You might, you, you, might, like you might blindside him so bad by saying in television. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's coming out in October. So I know you're all on the edge of your seat for that. Coronavirus can't touch that. That's still coming out. <laughs> and uh, now you missed me about that Turbo Graphics. I forgot about that. I want that. Oh, I want yeah. that pretty good. So, but anyway, guys, that's the latest of the news. Just real quick tidbits there for you. Um, if you got, if you like it, let us know, and we'll continue to do this. But we're still main focus: eighty percent, ninety percent video games reliving the games that you grew up with with us and uh we certainly enjoy doing that and certainly enjoy your guys's comments your participation and join us on facebook.com slash hkexp or check out the hnk video game lounge like us leave us a review subscribe on pod uh, podbean or spotify or wherever you like to listen to podcasts we should be in all major areas including iHeartRadio. that's right Right, anyway, thanks. Thank you guys for listening. Take care. Stay Take care, safe. Everyone.